The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot your shot. Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Bars. I'm your host, Paul Slater, the chosen one, young PS3. Got my co-host here, the boss man, John Grossy John. Say what's up to the people. People, what's up? It's good to be back, John. It's, once once a week might be too too few for us, man. It's we need great to be, to back. be back, Paul. I've been missing it for six days. We got a, a, another big show ahead of us. Show number three. Uh, a couple of good segments. Got a great interview with Kay Benny. Kristen Benavidez, she was pretty spot on. She was, she was a good interview, a great interview. She was the best looking person that we've interviewed so far, I'd say. Uh, yes, I did a. I actually interviewed myself in the mirror uh, before well, we. Well, that doesn't count. True, because I interviewed myself, and <laughs> I would be number one as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, and I interviewed you in the mirror as well. <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be one and two. No, she was a. She was actually. A great, great time. Um, we've known K Ben for a long time. She was a, a Wilson soccer star. They won a CIF championship, a state championship, a national championship in 2008. She played at Long Beach State. Uh, her team went to the Elite Eight in 2011. Uh, we made some bold, predi- bold predictions about the Long Beach State soccer season this year. We hit her with a couple of rapid fire questions, a couple of PKs. Yep. Uh, she she struggled a little bit with them. She so she's more of a uh, a deliberate player. She likes to think out what she does. Uh, but yeah, Long Beach State soccer is heating up. Uh, one of the more popular teams in Long Beach, I would say. Long Beach soccer gets a lot of fans out at those games. George Allen Field. We we were reminded that they play at George Allen Field during G- the during the, the GAF. Game. The GAF. The GAF. Um, I like to say. I I degap. I do George Allen Field. I go there. That's you know? true. So We're, hey, we should go there this uh, this uh, this season. We do should, a lot of games. We should gaff. We should gaff. Yeah, we gaff on this on this uh, podcast for sure. Got iron sharpens iron. Also the 908 athlete of the week. Let's uh, let's let's hop into iron sharpens iron real quick. Let's get better today. Uh, some some big news in Long Beach. Long Beach Poly football. Who is probably one of the most well-known teams high school teams in the country they are not going to have a jv football team this year it's a big deal in 110 years long beach poly is not going to have a jv team that's crazy that's a long time how old are we 25 that's like a quarter of that it's crazy i think you know what i think it's a play (laughs) wait up paul what about in 11 years, how old are we going to be? Well, you know what I mean. 36. Dang. Hey, shout out to 2028. <laughs> LA 2028. How long, How far away do we, do we know? I don't think we had the countdown on this one. I didn't know the Olympics were coming along. Yeah. That's, that's L- awesome, dude. LA 2028. Oh, sweet. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. It's going to be fun, man. Shoot. Can't wait for those 4,000 days from now. It'll be the best. But going back to this, I, I think it's a play by Antonio Pierce, the head football coach there. Mm-hmm. He says they don't have the numbers. 
I think that they could pull off a JV team, but what I think they're doing is trying to prove a point to the, the school district that they're not letting some of these kids come in to the program. Some of the kids that want to come in but can't because they don't have this transfer rule thing down yet at the Long Beach Unified School District. I think he's trying to make a play for it, and it's uh, I don't know if it's going to work out because if it would have, the, the school district would have would have let that happen already. They'd be letting schools from other more league more league schools come transfer to within the league, but th- that's not happening, and I don't know if that's ever going to change. So you're saying be- when you transfer, you have to play JV? You can't play varsity the next year. You have to sit out, so you play JV. So by doing this, he is saying what? Uh, he is saying that they don't have enough numbers, that people aren't coming to play football at, at Poly like they used to, and that's a, he's saying that it's a Long Beach Unified School District problem, which it, which it probably is. It probably is. But he is trying to make it to where they kind of change that rule a little bit and make allow some of these kids to come into the program. A lot of those kids are going to Bosco. A lot of them are going to St. Anthony. St. Anthony's having some big years lately. They just want a CIF championship. So I think that that's – uh, that the kids that would be coming to Poly or would be going to other more league schools are now leaving the Long Beach Unified School District, going to some of the private schools. Okay, but every other every other Long Beach school has a JV team still. Compton and Cabrillo do not have JV's teams this year, as well. Okay. Milliken does, Lakewood does, Wilson does, but yeah, Poly, Cabrillo, Compton. Oh, Jordan has one as well, but yeah, they're not going to have it, which is a shame because you remember how good of a time JV was back in the day. JV's a great time. Uh, I'm a big-time JV fan. Well, here, here's what, what I have to say about this. I mean, Polly. at what point does this whole school become a fraud? Polly, what does Polly mean? Poly, you know your Greek, Polytechnic. Greek and Latin roots. Poly means mini. If this is a school of mini, and all of a sudden we have the least amount of players in the whole. That's true. So is it? should we call it mono? Yeah. Mono high school? Monotechnic high school. The the I mean Polly. Well, hey, it's the school of scholar and champion. It's not even multiple anymore. Okay, yeah, there's like one there's scholar, one scholar, there's, one there's champion, like one champion. That's true. If we're gonna teach Latin roots in the in the in the school district, Paul. Let's stay true to them. I agree. I I feel I just feel bad for these kids because you need that buffer. You need that buffer year of JV. Have a good time. You don't have to worry about anything. You got a game on Thursday. You can mess up, but you're gonna you know. It's just a good little. It's a good little fun time for your friends, and they're not going to be able to experience that there at Poly High School. I'm a little disappointed. And what about all the athletes like me, Paul, that uh, only played up to the JV level, but then years after that, just do you think I tell people? I mean, I do on this podcast. I say I played JV, but I say I played basketball at high school. That's true. You know what I mean? That's what about true. all these kids who play? Yeah, I played poly, poly football, Poly High School football. Yes. And they only made it to the JV level. That's fine. fine. But then you know, twelve years later, they're at some sort of like football party and they're like yeah i played poly football i agree that's a big part of life i agree 100 percent. and i think there's nothing wrong with that you know be yourself yeah. you're not lying when you say you played football for poly high school heck no i agree 100 percent. we got a little heated on that that was pretty sweet <laughs> yeah we did more more football here football was hot this week dude real hot you're gonna like this you're an old school football guy that's what i've noticed about you not a new school guy you're an old school football guy Former Long Beach State running back, yes, I said that right, former Long Beach State running back, Terrell Davis, he's in the Hall of Fame now, NFL, 2017 NFL induction. Paul, that pumps me right up. I know. He was uh, the first Long Beach State player to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. He played in one season for Long Beach State. His redshirt freshman year was Long Beach State's last year as a program because obviously they don't have a football program anymore, John. Have you noticed that? 
I've noticed. Well, I do know that George Allen was a football coach. That's true. That's why they named the field after him. That's just my guess. Yeah. And it, isn't that the, that we're the, we're gaff guys, right? Yeah. Why well, I, I I degaff. Oh, true, true. We degaff. No, we gaff though. We're going. We're yeah, but I do George Allen oh, field yeah, like right, I, right. I, I tend things there. You're yeah, right, you're right. We do degaff. We do degaff. Terrell Davis's numbers real quick at Long Beach State, by the way, John. 262 yards and two touchdowns. 4.8 yards per carry. Not like huge numbers, but at least he like went there. That was cool. Transferred to Georgia, ended up being a six-round pick. NFL MVP, Super Bowl champ with the Denver Broncos. 21 touchdowns in 98, 2008 yards in 98. Only played seven seasons, but those seasons were good enough to get into the Hall of Fame. I would always want to wear one of those those gold jackets. They, uh, they look pretty comfy. Uh, we were in some jackets today. We looked pretty suave, and I think that if we had gold jackets, we'd look even better. Gold is always good. We took our uh, our podcast cover photo shoot today, so be on the lookout for that. It's going to be hot. We know we know our listeners have ears. If you got eyes, check. <laughs> You're gonna want to check that check out now. that picture. Uh, more football news. Football's hot. I told you. Uh, you watch Hard Knocks, John? I don't even know if you have HBO. Do you have HBO? Uh, not only do I not have HBO, I don't watch Hard Knocks. Do you even nor know do what I... Hard Knocks is? I've heard, I've heard, uh, I hang out with some pretty sporty people and I've heard them talk about it, so I know it's about football teams having a hard time. Well, I don't think that's exactly what it is, but it's about behind the scenes of NFL football camp, and they're doing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right now, Pauley High School alum Deshaun Jackson... You should probably check out an episode. I'll probably watch one tomorrow or so. But Deshaun Jackson's pretty funny in it, so you, you should probably probably check that thing out. Here's what I have to say about that, Paul. If we're talking about Deshaun Jackson hard knocks, <laughs> Deshaun Jackson, that, that's that's me knocking. You are welcome anytime on the Shoot Your Shot podcast. That's true. Hey, we should and that go. is a hard knock. Yes. Yes. Hey, if we were on hard knocks, if we were there, Shoot, that'd be tight. We should go. Hey, no, no. I'll buy the tickets. You don't even have to pay for them, John. I'll buy the tickets. We'll go to Tampa Bay next week. What do you think about that? Well, Paul, I will pay you back for that ticket just so I can have Tampa Bay in my Venmo feed. <laughs> hey, a couple, couple palm trees. We're hot, we're hot on Venmo. John, what is it, John Grossy 2? Yeah, at John Grossy-2 on Venmo. Uh, pay me. I'll pay you back. Um, just but, to get the feed hot. But, hey, hey Desh- Deshaun. That's me knocking. We had a, uh, speaking of getting feeds hot, we had a hot interview with K. Benny. I got, I got smarter when it comes to Long Beach State soccer. We're not, we're not huge soccer guys, but we are big Long Beach State guys. And I feel like this made us want to be diehards this year. So that's why we're going to be DGAF guys. Let's toss it to that, that K. Ben interview. interview. We were at Avenue 3, one of our favorite places. A place where you can push schooners, and that's uh, what we do best. So let's toss it to that thing right now. Before we get into this thing, I want to talk about Russell Johnson. As always, Long Beach 908's own Shoot Your Shot podcast is brought to you by our headline sponsor, Russell Johnson. If you listen to this podcast, we know you like winning, and Russell Johnson wins for his sellers, buyers, and all his clients. Russell's a perennial recipient of the Coldwell Banker President's Circle Award, which means his sales volume is in the top 6% of agents nationwide. Russell's a community guy, a longtime baseball coach at Hartwell Park, a guy who knows Long Beach and Lakewood like the back of his hand. Russell is no-nonsense and one of our favorite guys, so if you're looking for a fellow sports guy, a guy who gets it to sell your house, 
Go to www.russell4house.com and find out why they call him Russ Sell Johnson. We're at Avenue 3 Pizza, locally world famous. 2226 Palo Verde, open hours every day, 11.30 to whenever they kick you out. Schooners, just probably the iciest schooners in Long Beach. Paul, can I okay, go uh, interject here? Home of the 32-ounce schooner. True. Uh, other places say they have big schooners. Avenue 3 literally has the biggest one in Long Beach. These schooners sneak up on you. Remember that one day that we had nine of them? Well, That's not even a al- joke. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly, we had yeah. nine of those. Not even kidding you. But the real reason we're here, it's not me and John blabbing to each other like we usually do. We have our special guest, friend of the program, Kristen Benavidez. She's a winner, and we can verify that. High school CIF state and national champion with Wilson Girls Soccer. Long Beach State alum, Kristen, say what's up to the people. Good to have you. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Welcome to Shoot Your Shot. This is, uh, this is our podcast. We like to have fun on this thing. Obviously, we like to go to great sports bars and, you know, watch a little bit of sports and drink some beer. That's what we're all about on here. Oh, yeah. Everybody calls her K-Benny, by the way. If you ever see her in the <laughs> streets, call her K-Benny, and she will respond. Or K-Benz, like a Mercedes-Benz. True. You want to plug or your... K-Ben. Or K-Ben. If you want to keep it simple. You want to plug your Instagram name real quick? Oh, yeah. It's at K underscore Benz <laughs> with two Zs. Love that. <laughs> All right, we're going to get right into this thing. We're just going to give a quick uh, career rundown for you. Um, you want right. Are you okay with doing that? Um, yeah. So I knew you in middle school. We, yes. we were Hawks together. I was only a Hawk for one year. John as well. Shout out to the Hawks. John doesn't accept me as a Hawk. Paul, because was, Paul was not a true Hawk because he yeah. didn't grind it out through 6th and 7th grade like Kristen and I did. That's not fair. And those were the grinder stuff. years. Remember those ones? Oh, yeah. You know, back before we got the fame and all that, like, eighth grade big man on campus type thing. Yeah. You were a multi-sport star back in the day, I remember. I was. You, you played volleyball, right? Yes. And soccer. What else? Anything else? And basketball. Oh, that's true. I remember Kristen that. was and really track. good at basketball and track. Well, wow, you were a four-sport star? Well, tra- I played four tracks, sports. Track's just running. Yep. People like to call it a sport, but it's just like what you do in other sports. That's but, true. Okay. That's true. It's that's a punishment true. when you play basketball. I only ran that, the 400, too. Okay, is that one lap around? That was one lap. That's a, a sprint. Have you ever ran two laps in your life? Yes. <laughs> all right, that beats Paul and I. So <laughs> why did you why did you choose soccer out of all those sports? What made you so good at that sport? Well, I've played soccer since I was four years old. Um, I have an older brother. Uh, he played soccer. I just grew up watching him, and I don't know. I just loved being outside. I loved. I don't know, the athleticism that was involved. And I loved volleyball, too. I played that going into high school. But I'm 5'6", and I was not going to be able to play in college. So, therefore, I just stayed with soccer. I don't know if you've been listening to our show, but last show was a volleyball segment. We had a volleyball guest. His name is Jake McCray. I don't know if you've heard of him. Oh, yeah. He's pretty big down. Yeah. Jake I, and I are good buds. Okay, okay, cool. But, but liberos <laughs> are like 5'6". You could have been a good libero. I could have been. But I love to hit. I was an outside hitter. And, yeah, I would have had to be in, been a libero. And I just I couldn't see myself doing that. You like to shoot your shot. You don't like to play defense. I don't like to play defense. So nope. as far as Offense volleyball goes, all you, time. You, basically you hit it and quit it. <laughs> you could say. I guess exactly. you could say that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you why elite soccer players don't play AYSO. What do you mean? I played AYSO. You did? I did, of course. Okay, but I hear nowadays AYSO is not the cool thing to do. 
I think everyone needs to play AYSL. I'm on your side. Um, yeah, no, I played AYSL from when I was four until 12, four to 13 maybe. Well, why, why is AYSL important and then why is club soccer important? What's <clears throat> the difference? Did you play club? Well, yeah, I did. You won a couple national championships, right? National cups? Uh, yes, and then I actually won a national championship my senior year of high school, right before going to college. Verified winner. Verified oh, yeah. winner. But yeah, ASO is definitely important. I mean, that's where I learned to love the game. You get to play with everyone in your community. Um, now, the cool thing about AYSO soccer is if you're good enough to play club soccer, you kind of get that feeling of being better than everyone else that's not good enough to play club soccer. Is that right? I mean, yes, I guess so. <laughs> well, if you're a verified winner, you want to learn to win early in your career. That's true. Okay. See, I don't know. I never, I never played club soccer. Yeah. I was more of a real athlete. I played football back in the day. Oh, geez. Why didn't you play football, Kristen? I mean, I would have if they would have let me. I would have let you on my team. Really? You're way Wide receiver? Oh, of course. I That's the ball probably what I wouldn't have wanted to play. All right, let's talk about the, uh, the 2008 Wilson soccer team. You had a great Wilson soccer career. Oh, yeah. Two-time Allmore League, right? Yep. I'm just making this up. Uh, you just tell me if it's right or not. No, I mean, I think we won... Well, you as an individual, two-time All-More League. I want to say it was three times. Three times. Whoa. That's my bad. That's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> I'd like to say it's four times. Are we just... Okay. Yeah. Well, me personally, because I was, I was on JV my freshman year. Wow. So I, pl- I played JV basketball when I was a junior. So we'll, oh. Point one, Kristen. We'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say that, one, was that 2018 that won the national championship, was that the best team of all time in Long Beach? Slash, was that the greatest team that you've ever played on? That was the greatest team Wilson has seen in a very long time, I think. (laughs) Um, I was actually just thinking about that today. And our starting lineup in that championship game, I think every single girl on the field played D1 college. Wow. Wow. Yeah. See, that doesn't doesn't happen. That that doesn't happen all the time in high school. That's crazy. That's that's 11. Is the goalie included? Are we including the goalie on this? Yeah, Is the goalie Lacey a real Hack. player? Oh, Do you remember Lacey, Lacey Hack? She oh, played yeah. at Pepperdine. Yep. That's a great campus over there, Pepperdine. Go, go fighting pepper, Peppers. <laughs> what, what was when you won? So, hey, wait a minute. How are you determined the national champion? Do you, you don't, did you play in a national championship? Or you just people were like, mm-hmm. oh, let's give this one to them? I think if we were the highest ranked teams in the country at the time. Okay, because you beat a lot of teams during the regular season, yeah. like epic teams? Yeah. Okay. I believe that's how it was. Who, rank, who ranks that? That's a very good question. Have you thought about that being a, <laughs> like a career for you, ranking high school soccer teams? I can't say that I have thought about that, but um, that could be interesting. You, you have the resume. Yeah. That, that's the best, the greatest girls, more league girls soccer team since 2008, if you think about it. Like, has another yeah. team won? No. and I don't think I so. I mean, I don't mean to, like – devalue the team now but they are not in it's not a division one team anymore right well they don't have 11 division one girls that's for sure speaking of division one let's get to long beach state soccer this is our bread and butter right here now this is go beach go 49ers black and gold whatever you want i believe black and gold me so so does everyone here uh what's your most memorable match at long beach state or the greatest memory you have while at long beach state soccer I would have to say my greatest memory is the game I scored my first goal at. 
which was <clears throat> an away game at Riverside. Oh, we hate Riverside. Yeah. Uh, Stinks. We were tied 0-0 at halftime, and Riverside just one of those teams you cannot lose to. Never. So my coach at halftime was telling us, like, who's going to be the savior of this game? Like, we cannot lose. And I was just like, in my head, like, that's going to be me. Like, I'm going to score. So you're like the Jesus Christ of wow. and women's yeah, soccer. Yeah, so I think within the first 10 minutes of the second half, <laughs> I scored. And it was my first goal throughout my career. And, I mean, I'll never forget it, obviously. Us sports guys, we call those super subs. Yeah. Do, is no, that what definitely. you guys call them? Yes. Okay. I would have to agree with that. What, what, what do us sports guys call those? Super subs. Yeah. When yeah. you come off the bench. Were you, you came yeah. off the bench, I right? came off the bench, so yep. You, I didn't play at all in the first half. Right. So you sub, and then you score a goal. Those are super subs. Yeah, I was thinking about uh, submarine sandwiches, to uh, be honest. They got good submarine sandwiches here at Avenue 3, by the way. Uh, my favorite is the just Italian stallion. Mine's the pizza sub. Pizza sub's good. That's, that's Ooh, what about the meatball? Ah, see, now they, we're talking. They <laughs> grind a good meatball here. Kristen, so you're saying in your head you were thinking during the halftime speech, this is me? Yes, That, that actually gave me goosebumps. That's, that's amazing. Now, I want to talk. Some people know that I don't always totally side on the side of playing college athletics for certain people because I get asked this question a lot by, okay. by high schoolers. Okay. And they say they're wondering, <laughs> should I or should I not play college soccer? I want to see your two pros and two cons to, to playing college athletics. And okay, well, first of all, for me, it was the greatest experience. I couldn't imagine not playing. Um, I met some of my best friends. Like, the, they will be my friends for life. Um, it was just nice to have that discipline and have that routine and to be able to say that I was a Division One athlete when I go into a job interview or when I'm talking to anyone. I don't know. It's just such a great feeling. You're, you're on the Big West all-academic team too, weren't you? I was, yes. So you just had your priorities straight then? I did. I School was first, obviously, um, but I always knew that being able to say when I was done that I played college soccer for four years is just going to help me so much in life. And I'm so glad I did it. Zero regrets. It was so hard, obviously. Waking up early every morning, going to practice on the weekends, giving up my weekends, giving up all the parties was obviously, <laughs> you know, kind of hard. That's tough but to do. at the same time. You miss a lot of great parties. <laughs> I, every weekend, actually every weeknight. <laughs> And every, every early yeah. morning, the 7 a.m. ones, you miss those ones, too. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, but but I wouldn't trade it for the world. Cons, being able to work. I mean, I worked a little bit. I was a nanny. Um, I was lucky enough to work for a family who worked around my schedule. But if I was able to hold a job and get some experience in the job field, like, that would have been really cool. Um, so I feel like I missed out on that a little bit. And another con, I don't know, just missing out on the whole full college experience of, yeah, going to all those parties and, like... It sounds like a lot more know. pros than cons. Yeah, exactly. If it's, your con I is really that you didn't get to work? Yeah, I really can't think of too many, but... I mean, I don't think anybody wants to work. We're not really working right now, technically. <laughs> I'm eating a bunch of fries, and there happens <laughs> to be a, a mic in front of my face. Um, How come Long Beach State always loses to Santa Clara? Oh, my. Don't even talk to me about this. This is still such a sore subject. Yeah, but why? I mean, 
so I, Long Beach State's been eliminated. In the first round, so many times. Two years in a row. Also in 2010. Also in 2012. Yeah, when I was there. Why? Why? First off, why do you have to play them and every single time? And it's always at Santa Clara, too. That's the committee's fault. Have they ever beat us at our home field? No. Oh, I don't see? think they've ever, ever even played in Long Beach. So they're frauds. They're scared. They're frauds, yeah. I think they're really scared. They don't want to play at George, George Allen Field. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. is George Allen George Field. Allen. Nice. W- would you uh, come back if there was just like a grudge match being held between the 2013 – like, would I play? Yeah. 100%. We should get that going. Mean? We have a lot of listeners in Santa Clara. You hear that? Um, yeah, Santa Clara. Also, Let's go. Uh, let me, real quick, uh, how do you know Dennis Rodman? <laughs> Funny story, actually. <laughs> so Dennis and I go way back. Um, you know, I was just enjoying a nice brunch on 2nd Street with my friends. Where this were you was, at? This was when and where and who and why and how? This was I, I, like three months ago. Recent. Wow, recent. Breaking news. Pretty recent. Yeah, we were at Baboof on 2nd Street. Boo Buffet. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, me either. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's Boo Boof. Baboof, whatever. Boo Boof. Eating lunch there, sitting outside, enjoying our uh, sangrias. And Dennis comes by. None oh, of my friends. on a first name basis now. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean, we hung out with him all day. Um. <laughs> Dennis walks by. None of my friends know who he is, but I'm super into basketball. So, of course, I had to call him out. I see his little nose ring, and I was like, that's my boy. And so (laughs) I was like, Dennis. And then he jumped over the fence. Basketball players are good at jumping. So, like, it was like nothing for him. But he jumped over the little fence, came and sat with us, ordered a drink, and would not leave us alone all day. So wow. we ended up taking... He was walking by himself down 2nd Street. Yeah. Oh, he was getting his car washed at the car wash right next to the restaurant we were at. Does he live in Long Beach? Yes. He just moved to Naples. Wow. wow. Hey, Dennis, welcome to Long Beach. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you want to come on the podcast, let us know, okay? I haven't seen him in Avenue 3 Pizza yet, but I've, I have a feeling soon. I think, I think he would love it. I think so, too. He would fit in. Hey, we should get nose rings, too, by the way. Then we would would do it. Oh, oh, can I just add that he had his nails painted, a bright teal with sparkles. That makes sense. Can you also add your commentary on that? I thought it looked pretty good. I mean, if anyone could pull it off, it is Dennis Rodman. Young aspiring basketball players. Paint your nails and get a (laughs) nose ring. If there's one thing that Dennis Rodman did, it was shoot his shot. And on this podcast... We like to shoot our shot. That's why it's called Shoot Your Shot. So we do a segment here with, with all of our guests. It's the Shoot Your Shot, Shoot Your Shot. And we're going to do it about Long Beach State women's soccer, okay? Okay. So last year, they went 10-7-4, and four, won the Big West Conference Tournament, yep. got ousted in the first round, though. Okay? And I, I think that we can do a little better than that this time. I think so, too. Just had an exhibition match, lost one nothing to the defending champion, uh, SC Trojans. We talked about it a little before this. Uh, yep. And th- that was uh, an exhibition earlier this week. If you had one bold prediction about Long Beach State women's soccer, what would it be for this season? Ooh. Well. Go ahead and shoot your they shot. They do have a very talented team this year. I want to say that they're going to beat what we did when I was there. We got to the Elite Eight. We lost to Duke. 
I want to see them get to the final four. Wow. And Long I think Beach this State is the year. to the final four. That would be big time. Have you guys seen their schedule? It's they have some pretty tough teams, but I think that's ultimately going to get them ready for, you know, postseason. They always have one of the toughest schedules in America, don't they? Yes. Um, Mauricio always schedules the hardest teams for us, and I honestly think it helps us so much. So we'll see. But the first time you see the schedule, you're like, Mauricio? Yeah. We're like, <laughs> all right. So I hope you're not expecting us to uh, win all of these. John, you want to shoot your shot uh, real quick? I'm going to shoot my shot, and – that was pretty bold going all the way to the final four. I'm going to keep it within the season, regular okay. season. Okay. Long Beach State soccer, we get second place in league to UC Davis. What? Why I'll UC Davis? Hold on, hold on. They have a good team okay. this year. Okay. Uh, I, happen, I happen to know a lot about <laughs> UC Davis soccer. But two weeks later, all of a sudden, breaking news, half the UC Davis team was ineligible. Wow. So we get bumped up to first place. Then Mauricio, a great guy, right? Yep. That was a confirmation. He says, no, we don't win like this. We're keeping second place. In comes an influx of transfers who want to play for such an uh, integrity-filled program and coach. Okay. And so 2018-19 season, uh. we have a lot of good in- – integrity filled soccer <laughs> players so not this year you're saying in 1819 yes we will be the most honest team <laughs> wait the most honest well that team? counts for something yes real quick let me tell you something Kristen. john is the kid that if the ball went out on him and the ref said it was his ball he would tell the ref no you messed up it actually went out on me it's the other team's ball no, I'm a good guy Oh, my God. That's not a competitor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not a competitor, dude. I'm not a verified winner like Grayson, no. but uh, I can sleep at night. So, <laughs> Paul, go ahead and shoot your shot. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here, this is what I'm going to do. So, we're going we're gonna to tie one match to SC, okay? We're going to lose one conference match, and I'm thinking it's going to be, I don't know. We'll, we'll say Irvine. Oh, I don't mind Irvine that I hate much. Irvine. That I really hate Irvine. Me, hate okay, no, 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 but listen. But say, we're still going to win the regular season conference championship. Also going to win the conference tournament championship, right? We're going to host. We're going to host. And we're going to host Santa Clara. Finally, for oh, once. Oh, baby. Yeah. They're going to come over to George Allen Field. We're okay. going to get rowdy AF. And we are going to win that match. <laughs> then we're going to go to the Elite Eight. Where we're going to play Duke. What about the round of... No, no, we already passed those. Okay. We won. We already won those ones. Okay. We're going to beat Duke. We're going to lose in the Final Four, though, because we don't have the honesty of the 2018-2019 yeah. team quite yet. <laughs> and we need to, in order for this movie to pan out, the most boring movie of all time that's about honesty in sports, <laughs> we need to have that, uh, like, something to build on for the next year. But I like that. Santa Clara like at that home. Too. I, I like bet Santa you. Clara at home because if we got them at home, ooh. Ooh, what? Ooh. <laughs> what will happen? Chris, Chris and Benavides is going to be there cheering on the team, and I'll yes. be the first to tell you she's going to have shin guards on in case she gets called in the game. Oh, yeah. Hey, are under, you under those there. pants? Are you going to play in the alumni game? 
they actually didn't have oh, a scared. preseason alumni game mm-hmm. like they usually do. They're scared of you. I'm a little bitter about that because that's what I look forward to every year. How many um, goals would you score? Probably like two. Okay. Well, that's okay though because not a lot of goals. I are would only in last like maybe 40 minutes. So. Well, here's something to look forward to. Our last segment called PKs. Paul, you want to explain it? <laughs> Let's talk about the food real quick first. We're we're at we're at Avenue Three. It's a great pizza establishment. We have ourselves a nice pepperoni jalapeno pizza. We we were a team today. We were a team today. Mm-hmm. We didn't we didn't order separately because we wanted you know to build team morale and you know make this the best best episode that we've ever had. Paul, one of my favorite things about Avenue Three Pizza is it's about the team. Uh, not only are there a lot of team parties here, but it is communal tables. Uh, you often oh, yeah. come here with a group of, let's say, three to eight. And then that group becomes eight to 16 because the, the tables are communal and you're sharing pizza. Some guy you don't even know is like, hey, are those uh, mozzarella sticks? And you're like, grab at it, dude. We're at Avenue 3 Pizza. And this is about being a team. So Kristen came in here. Why did... You got the the jalapeno and pepperoni. What went in that decision? Well, I don't like all the all the meat. <laughs> oh she likes she likes the pepperoni though. I do like pepperoni. But you like a little kick though, a little but spiciness. But I do like a little kick. Okay. I might add a little bit of crushed red peppers onto it too. Okay. Do you like all the mozzarella cheese? Oh yeah. Me too. Cheesier the better. They put a lot of cheese on the Avenue Three Pizza, which is why I love it. I like to dip mine in ranch as well. As you can tell Ooh. with the ranch that's near my plate right now, uh, it's been soaking in ranch. For those of you who aren't here, Paul's a, a big cup of ranch, and <laughs> he's actually had his slices in the ranch cup right now. It's been sitting there this whole time we've been doing the podcast. It's going to be nice, soggy, and Just good soaking. when we eat it. Well, that's how I like it, though. Yeah, I agree. I like it like that. Less crunch, the better, I always say. So John was a little ahead of himself, but we do like to do something. I, well, he wasn't lying, at least. We do like to do a segment called PKs. Great segment. You okay. want to tell her about it, John? Well, we're just going to – it's a rapid fire. So, you know, PKs, end, yes. of, the, end of the match, we get need your, to get to the real get results. Get your heart pumping. Get, the, get to the real yes. results. And so we're just going to – we're going to start firing questions at you. We want to hear what you have to say. Oh, okay. Ready. Who is your favorite animated character? Nemo. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you know, I love Nemo. I don't know. It's just the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. What's your favorite sports movie? My what? Favorite sports movie. Remember the Titans. Nice. Good answer. I love to hear that. Goal. What's your favorite candy? Uh, peanut M&M's. Okay. I could deal with it. First thing you do with a million dollars? Buy a house on the beach somewhere in Hawaii, Costa okay. Rica. But it's your second house because you're still going to live here in Long Beach with us, though, right? Of course. Yes. I'll never leave this place. I will never again live out of, like, a five-mile radius of Dennis Rodman. I've made that <laughs> vow. <laughs> Do you drink water or Gatorade during games? Water. Best music video of all time? Milkshake. <laughs> like, all my, my, my milkshake brings all the... <laughs> my milkshake brings all the boys to the yeah, yard. Yeah, I don't know why like I said that. Just first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> You like Alex Morgan or Mia Hamm better? Alex Morgan. She doesn't have the, the medals, though. She doesn't have the medals. Yeah, but I feel like she's definitely changed the way people look at women's soccer. What's your favorite vacation spot? Can't say Hawaii because you live there now. 
I wish I lived there. Um, I really would love to go to Portugal. For Ronaldo, huh? Yes. Okay. I That's get it. totally why. One fear that people, that you have that people don't know about. Fear of failing. You're a winner. That's why. <laughs> yes. What's your favorite song to listen to before a game? I have the tiger. No, that's way whoa, too cliche. Whoa. Nothing's not cliche, cliche about a great pregame song that happens to probably be Paul and I's favorite pregame yeah, song. Yeah, are you serious? Okay. Well, we well yeah, I mean, you we can't not listen to it before every eighth tiger. grade with Mr. Knowles basketball game. That, yeah. that was the, the Mr. Knowles basketball team uh, pre-song. Sung by I Survivor like because we are survivors. That was always on our warm-up CD in college. There you go. Don't, I don't, go, hey, run don't, be, don't be afraid <laughs> okay. to be okay. yourself on this go. show. <laughs> All right, who's somebody that you look up to? It's another cliche answer. My parents. That's They're the fine. most hardworking people I've ever met, and they're kind, and I hope to be like them someday. Love that. <laughs> Me too. Mr. and Mrs. Benavides. You're I actually, yeah. it's kind of cliche. You're the third person to say them. Really? Jake McCray last week, he said Kristen's parents. He said, yeah. <laughs> I believe it. They're great people. Uh, so, well, morning jog or evening bike ride? Morning jog, because I did that today. What are you doing Saturday night? I will be in Venice Beach. Me too. See you there. <laughs> uh, Kristen, thanks a lot for joining the, the thanks podcast. Thanks so much, guys, for having me. This uh, this was an awesome time. We'd love to have yes. you back if, if you take us. I will. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Check out the video that we're going to do with Kristen right after this uh, mystery video. We're just going to take it and run with it. It's going to be pretty epic. Can't wait. Avenue 3, we're signing off over here. Epic place. Where verified winners eat, like Kristen Benavides. That interview was brought to you by Gomez Heating and Air. Gomez Heating and Air is a family business dedicated to exemplifying honest work ethics and customer service, installing only the American Standard brand because of its superior quality and value. Gomez has become one of the most trusted heating and air conditioning companies in the greater Long Beach area over the past 10 years. Mention the Shoot Your Shot podcast and get a three-ton furnace changeout for under $2,500. Visit GomezHVAC.com. That's G-O-M-E-Z-H-V-A-C.com. Heck of an interview with Kay Benny. Ate a lot of good food. We had that. I can't believe we finished that whole pizza. She she uh, she pulled her weight on that one, no doubt about it. Paul, that, that interview was so good. The interview was so hot, our pizza got cold. That's we actually true. We actually interviewed her. Uh, too long, even before and after, and then we, we all shared a cold pizza. It's just good conversation, though. That's what we're about. We're about engaging in good conversation and allowing the other person to, you know, feed us with knowledge. She shot her shot on uh, on my question about college sports. Yeah, that was And cool. she defended it, and I think I'm a little bit swayed because I've had, I've had high school athletes, like, talk to me, like, about – they're thinking of, of playing or not playing, and she kind of swayed me on that one a little bit. She really, really liked college soccer. That was cool. I had a good time playing college sports. There's no doubt about it. I'd rather play a sport than do a job. I think that's pretty cool. But she was a student athlete first, and that's what's most important to all of you kids that are listening right now. Even if you aren't a, aren't a kid. Even if you're not listening. Even if you're not listening. <laughs> you, should just, still, hey, just know. you should still study. It's important. It's yes. for sure important. I. I'm kind of pissed that she's going to Venice on Saturday. I kind of wanted her to be in Long Beach just to hang out with her, but oh well. Hey, there's always next week, right? Yep. Uh, Athlete of the week, though, John. 908 Athlete of the Week. Somebody that you know. 
I want to hear it is every every week we do the segment nine weight athlete nine weight athlete of the week. We pick we pick an athlete that we thought represented Long Beach the best, and this guy did it pretty well. Came off the the, the disabled list in the MLB. His name Aaron Hicks, New York Yankees outfielder. Had a had a good week. Had a solid week. And I'll tell you why I picked him. Because was it yesterday? He was playing against the Mets. Eighth inning, tied up, hits a mammo bomb. Completely pimped it. It was super epic. Really representing the city well. He's he's having a pretty big year. Just came off the DL uh, with an oblique injury. Those are always tough. Do you even know what an oblique is? I've had a couple of oblique injuries, Paul. <laughs> you got a pretty big <laughs> oblique right okay. now. So I'm I'm guessing it's in the it's a, it's a muscle. I'm guessing it must <laughs> be bicep. We're talking about biceps. I have no idea what it is. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's the stomach. Okay. All right. And you got a big oblique. <laughs> Yankees won 4-2. Uh, he made a sweet play and a loss to the Red Sox earlier in the week as well. Uh, Yankees, you know, they're going to make the playoffs, I believe. Holding the wild card position. They're up two games on the Angels. But, hey, low-key, there might be two Los Angeles teams in the playoffs this year. No idea how the Angels are in the Do- Dodgers-Rams, yeah. Right. Let's go. <laughs> the Rams, like we said, are going to go 4-12 and this year. That's going to be a pretty good year if for those the, guys. By the way, if the I don't know if our listeners know if the Rams win five games, Paul owes me twenty bucks. Yeah, but if they don't, you owe me twenty bucks. That's fine. It's the same. Well, they won. Nick says that didn't they just win? I mean, they won, but we're playing the preseason game. So those kids aren't even going to be playing on the team. Producer, producer Nick, it's only it's team. only real season games. But if the point is, if they if they win five games, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some money on that. Uh, but yeah, Dodgers, Rams, maybe Angels in the playoffs. I don't know how. I think they're if they make the playoffs, they'll be one of the worst teams to ever make the playoffs. Just because I just don't know anybody in their lineup. Pujols is like forty six now. It's just the weirdest thing. He can't run to first base. Like you're faster than Pujols, dude, which is just pretty wild. Also in contention for this player. Of the week, <laughs> I was just saying we're not gonna we're not gonna compare me to a slow baseball player <laughs> every episode. We, no, we that's a, no, that. that's a segment. That's a recurring segment that we're doing nowadays. Who's who's John slower than? <laughs> Basically everybody. No, but you're faster than Pools and Adrian Gonzalez. I'll give that to you. I've been doing oblique workouts, so I'm looking actually skinnier. By the way, listeners, you do look pretty good. I won't lie to you about that. Uh, if 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 Hicks if he can make it in New York, we well, can make it anywhere. I agree. He's having a he's had a couple tough years, but he's back. I'd he, say he's back. He can't swing a bat in Minnesota. No one can do. No, that. it's, it's not fair. Cold. It's too cold. Yeah. It's too cold. I agree. And they play at Target Field. He's more of a Walmart guy, so it's like you can't even you can't even uh, play there. He's hitting two eighty one right now. Twelve bombs, thirty nine RBIs, all career highs. Good for him. Hey, get him on the podcast, huh, Aaron? If you're listening, hey, congrats first of all that you're the player of the week. Hard knocks, right? Hard knocks, Aaron Hicks. You're the athlete of the week. <laughs> Hard knocks for Aaron Nick for get Aaron on, Hicks. Get on the show. Get on the show. Hey, well, we'd love to have you after you guys win the World Series. Or, you know, make a run for it. Hey, also in contention, by the way, your boy, Paul Goidos. In contention for 908 Athlete of the Week. Yeah, for Athlete of the Week. He won his fifth PGA Tour Champion Circuit event. The 3M Championship. Good for him. Do you know anything about that? Do you uh, you know what Paul Goidos' favorite? He's playing golf courses all over the world, right? What's his favorite golf course? Big Rack. Trick question. It doesn't matter where you play. It's who you play with. <laughs> I, I I recently interviewed Paul Gordos for a magazine. I asked him that question, and he just blindsided me by saying, 
like kind of like saying like dude are you serious it's not where you play it's who you play with shout out to paul gordos it was a pretty cool move by him and he was actually a hilarious interview we should get him on the podcast as well gordos shout out <laughs> some hard knocks for gordos <laughs> hard hard knocks for gordos love that uh i got some bad news for all of our listeners it was a tough one but uh I uh, suffered a defeat in one-on-one. One-on-one basketball between John and Paul. This week's this week's annual one-on-one. Ba- the first time, can I say, that we played on a real court. Uh, and Paul was talking a big game last week. And I came out there and I beat him. What was the score, Paul? 11-6. to six. It was 11-6. to six. Uh, What what happened, Paul? Uh, it's just your classic case of my game being too good for outside. That's what it was. We played at El Dorado. No, no, no. What do we play? Oh, we played at Whaley Park. Whaley Park. First off, we never said that we were going to play these games outside. And then all of a sudden, John comes up to me and he says, uh, where do you want to play? Uh, somewhere outdoors, probably. Like, really fast. And I'm like, I don't want to play outdoors. My game's way too good for that. And then we get there. I'm slipping and sliding everywhere. It's hot. I haven't played in forever. You know, the wind is, is, is you know, making my shot worse. The rims were terrible. You know, I'm not an excuse guy, but shoot, dude. Like, hey, you can only do too much out there. Here, here's the thing, Paul, and you can you can whine about all that. I will say, I actually want to be on your side a little bit. There's, you have a pretty valid excuse. I don't want to say I, you're not bringing it up, and I appreciate that. But I don't want to say I cheated, but I lost last week, and I showed up today. I know I caught you a little bit off guard. You know, you were just there with your water. I came in carrying an orange Gatorade. Yeah, that's pretty messed I up. know you saw it, and I, I know it scared you off the bat. I walk up. I'm, I've already been drinking an orange Gatorade, and Paul's, like, looking down at his clear little water. And the electrolyte imbalance between us, I mean, I just, the electrolytes were on my side, which is why I electro-lit up the court. I, you know what was the worst part about it? It was those, like, 15-year-olds that were watching us play. Really pissed that those guys saw me go down. Because they don't – they think that you're better than me right now, but – you're not, and that's what really kind of bothered me. It was kind of a, it was a false, it was a false game, I'd say. So I'm not a guarantee guy, but you know I'm pretty close to guaranteeing that I'm going to beat you next week, and I think we're going to play uh, at St. Cornelius, hopefully. Oh yeah, producer Nick want, wants me to tell you guys that uh, I kicked those 15 year olds <laughs> off the court yeah. because we had to play <laughs> Actually, our game. Paul, Paul, it was not a, it was not a just total defeat day for Paul because he did have an early victory. When we got to the Whaley Park court and uh, literally the whole court was full and we just started shooting on a basket with some like 15-year-olds, like he said. And then Paul just goes, hey, hey guys, we're going to play <laughs> play here real fast. And they just kind of stepped aside sheepishly while we played. Uh, so that was – so uh, Paul went one-on-one for the day. and uh, I just wanted to prove who was the king of the court, and I believe that was me. It ended up being you, but – at least, at least they had a little bit of. Uh, they felt that I was a leader and I was kind of a guy that was going to uh, be the alpha of the group, which was kind of cool. It was unclear who the king was. It was, it was sort. Of, it was like a Game of Thrones. That's true. Topical reference. I've, I've actually never seen. I was that about show. to say. I don't think you've ever no, seen one episode. But I think that's. I think a lot of people watch that. I'm gonna try to get you on board for that. You guys need to stick stick around next week. Uh, we're gonna play our one on one match, and uh, I think I'm gonna pull out the W. But we're also gonna have an epic guest. So return next week. Love having you guys. I know we got tons of listeners right now, and it's just been so much fun. And I appreciate you guys sticking around with us. Follow us on Twitter, 908 Magazine, right? We're going to be getting the 908. At at 908 Sports Twitter is going to get going soon. We'll let you guys know when that comes out real soon. And 
don't be afraid to knock for us. We, we threw out some knocks to some possible future guests uh, today. If you know where their door is, give them a knock. Yeah, for sure. Help us out one. Help us out one time. One time. Follow us on Instagram, 908 Magazine. Follow your boy, Peace Later 3. Snapchat, Peace Later 3. Just want to let you all, all of you guys know. You guys already know, but I'm going to let you know again. Life is great in the 908. Shoot or shoot. Shoot your shot.